40-some years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. 44? It, it was. Yeah, I know. No, about 41, I think. Yeah. It's awesome. We've been born again about that long. Yeah, yeah, sure, Mary. <laughs> oh. So do you want me to share? Yeah, so okay. tell them what it's all about first. Well, isn't that sharing? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, um, and I might, some of you girls might have heard this, but I get so excited at baptisms because I know what God did in our life and our family when we got baptized. I mean, we were brand new, born again, never heard of it, didn't understand, but they told us we needed to get baptized and we knew why and we said, okay, we'll do it. I just want to share with you, we come from Lansing. And at the time, we got baptized in the river, the Grand River, yeah, yeah. See, they all know because General Motors, they weren't too kind to the Grand River. And it was very polluted at the time. But we were so excited. Pastor Dave had a big baptism at the river and a picnic afterwards. Well, my great aunt and my grandmother were up visiting from Florida. And they were dyed in the wool, some other denomination. And they didn't move in the Pentecostal realm. They didn't, I don't even, I think they understood it. But we invited them to come to the baptism and the picnic because we were so excited. So you have to, these little old ladies standing there. White hair. <laughs> and we got baptized and I was going to my truck to get my clothes and I look up and here come my Aunt Dude and my grandma running to me and saying, we want what you have. It still gives me chills because those ladies were changed that day just from watching the baptism. And my great aunt went on to become such a lover of Jesus. She would buy Pastor Dave's tapes. Back then, they were tape cassettes. She would wear them out and have to get the same message over and over. She loved the Lord so much. And it was because we took that stand to get baptized for ourselves. And God spilled out, poured out, and blessed those that were there. So everyone that got baptized today, you're in that position to pour out, spill out, and bless. Mm, and good. I think God is moving in our lives. Even if we, we were just here witnessing it today, we need to be excited. So yeah, I get a little giggly and woohoo because I know what God can do Amen. through a baptism. Amen. I just thought of something. Uh-oh. So the Grand River, all right, I worked at General Motors, which was downtown Lansing at the main plant back then. In fact, it, this was so long ago, it was called Oldsmobile back then. And I would go out by the river on my brakes, and I could see the oil, the, not, you know, the, remember the Beverly Hillbillies? The Texas tea, the black gold? Well, that's what I saw going into the river. And that's what we got baptized in. And, and Pastor Barb, I was just thinking about it. I don't know where you went already. You took off on me. She's not even hearing this. We were anointed in oil when we got water baptized. Huh? We got, we got both ends that day. That was pretty, that just came to me. And a lot of you were thinking, yeah, it should have stayed there. So this week as I was 
doing my own meditations and my own studies, uh, I came across an article by, uh, I, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to say it right, Lindsey Graham, I believe it is. It's Billy Graham's daughter. And she was talking about the Thanksgiving season and what that meant. And she said, you know, on Thanksgiving, and, and I don't know what y'all do at the, the refuge if you're there this Thursday, but for a lot of people, we try to get together with our families, and we have these big feasts, right? Yams, sweet potatoes, ham, turkey, stuffing gravy yeah I mean say your favorite thing get it over with I love pumpkin pie oh I love three bean casserole too I'm coming to your house but she said this she said as awesome as it is we give thanks on this one day a year what if we made it an annual thing meaning every day. And instead of calling it Thanksgiving, she called it Thanks Living. Thanks Living. And I, I, I had to pause when I read that, and I went, wow, that's cool. Thanks Living. How many of you spend your day Thanks Living? And what do I mean by that? Maybe you've already caught what I'm saying. God is good. Come on, you, you're getting rusty. God is good. Thank you. That's the right response. As my message would have told you, in God there is no evil. God created all things, right? Well, where did evil come from? It always existed. What is God? God is light. God is good. What is evil? Evil is the absence of God. Evil is the absence of good. Hello? So what do we have to be thankful for? What did Jesus purchase for you? What did we just see? We, we saw 20 people getting water baptized, giving their hearts and lives to the Lord, which to me says, we're going to see them in heaven. Their names have been written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And when this heart stops beating for everybody that has committed to the Lord, they're going to be with Jesus in heaven forever. So what do we have to be thankful for? Anybody have anything that God's done this week for you? Just raise your hand. Maybe it was in a dark moment. Can I confess something? You know, sometimes I have a bad day. I'm telling you. Even for the pastor, it happens. This last week was one of them. I was supposed to go in, have my eye checked, because I keep seeing floaties in it after my accident 
three weeks before. Do I have anything to be thankful for? Yes. But on the way over, and we decided to take our 2008 car, and on the way over that day, and it was snowing, raining, whatever it was doing, my dashboard started showing me signs that I've never seen those lights come on before. And, and maybe you haven't seen some of the lights on your dashboard because I was like, whoa, I didn't even know that existed. But then I went off and the car kept running. So we went all the way to Traverse City, which is where my eye appointment was. And while we were there, we decided to go to Costco and we, we uh, bought a couple of things and we were heading to go get lunch when my car decided it wasn't going anymore and everything what windshield wipers stopped <laughs> which it was raining sleeting whatever it was doing I needed those my uh, defrost wasn't working and after a couple minutes of Barb and I in that car well you can imagine all the hot air and uh, anyway um, they fogged up quick and then she went to put her window down and I said don't do that we may not get it back up I started to panic. I called to see if we could get a tow truck. And everybody was busy. I called to see if we could get a rental car. There weren't any. They were booked out all week. Not one rental car in Traverse City. I called to see if we could get it into a... We were in a, a Nissan parking lot. Nobody could work on my car for a week or two. I panicked. Have you, ever had, have you ever hyperventilated? I'm telling on myself. I want you to know that I, I go through the same stuff you guys do. I had a moment of weakness. The devil was kicking my behind. And I almost cried. And I think the Lord must have heard me. And I just said, Lord, you got this. And Barb kept saying it over and over. Oh, you got this. We got this. It's all right. We're going to, Lord's going to take care of this. She was almost laughing. I'm not going to tell you the one thing because I thought she was making fun of me. And she said, do you want me to call? And it was a friend of hers that she knew in Traverse City. Do you want me to call so-and-so? And, -so? and I, I, it'd probably be honored if I gave her name, but her name was Kippy. That's Cheryl's sister. Um, and I said, would you? And she goes, are you kidding me or, or are you being serious? I said, no. I said, call her. She thought I was pulling her chain. But I was, I was just about at that break point. I said, call her. Please call her. So she called Kippy. Kippy said she'd come and get us, take us to my doctor's appointment. And all of this happened within an hour to two hour period. We got a tow truck there in 20 minutes. The driver said we could ride with him to a mechanic, which we found a mechanic called Good News Auto. The guy told us he couldn't look at my car until Thursday. So Kippy offered up to let us take her third vehicle to bring it back to Gaylord and then come back when our car was done. This whole time, I'm just thinking, God, you are so good. 
You know, I should have started with that, that thanks living. I should have been, God, I know you got this. Lord, I know that you got our backs here. We're not in this alone. We're not stranded in Traverse City. You're with us. You'll never forget us. You'll never forsake us. But I had that moment of weakness. And yet, God still showed up big. The mechanic said he couldn't look at it till Thursday. And we're sitting there for maybe 20 minutes. We're waiting for Kippy to come and get us so she could take me to my doctor's appointment. When I noticed that the mechanic's pulling my car into the shop, and I, I looked at the owner and I said, what's going on? He goes, oh. He said, our 2 o'clock canceled on us. So we had time to look, just look at your car to see what's going on with it. I said, how awesome is that? He comes back out 20 minutes later, and he had this wire in his hand. Now, it was fried. And he goes, I think we found your problem. And he said, I can order this for you, and we'll have it here hopefully soon. We might even get you out of here today. So Kippy came and got us, took us to our appointment, dropped us off at the, the ophthalmologist. I went in, had my checkup. And by the time we got out, my car was ready. So it went, from, it went from a week or two for anybody to even look at it and get it fixed to a couple of hours in God's time. I have so much to be thankful for. And the good friends that tried to bail us out in the meantime. And, and I, don't, I can't even tell you how much that blessed us. I'm just saying, we need to be thanks living because we serve that kind of God, don't we? Hallelujah. First Thessalonians 5, and I usually share this around this time. Always be joyful. Never stop praying. Chapter 5, verse 18. Be thankful in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Be thankful in all things, for this is God's will for you who live in Christ Jesus. So how many are willing to start thanks living? Hallelujah. Uh-oh. Okay. All right. Just wanted to make sure. You know, I love you, Nola. You you put up with June and and keep her at bay from the rest of us, but no, I'm just messing with you. We have this affectionate relationship here, but uh, I love both of you guys. And Nola, you're special to us. And I just want to make sure everybody here today gets this. So I'm going to stop there. We're going to, we've got a few more minutes. What we're going to do is just enter in. And what I'd like to do is just say, if you, maybe there's something that the Lord reminds you of that he's done in your life. 
and you just like to give him special honor, I'm going to ask you just to come up to the altar as we sing a, a couple more songs this morning, and then we'll close. But let's let God move. Let's give him the thanks that he so justly deserves. If nothing else, just for the simple fact that he redeemed us from the curse of the law, we don't have to die for our sins. He's taken our place. If nothing else, we have that to be thankful for. And I'm certain that there are other things the Lord's been doing in your life where you can say, yes, Lord, I just want to honor you today. I want to lift my hands up to you in adoration. I love you. Thank you, Jesus.